Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Queso Podcast with Jennifer Perkins. There is a lot that goes into running a creative-based business, no matter how big or small. Some episodes I chat with Etsy store owners, and other days, like today, I get to talk with people who have very fancy titles like Director of Marketing and Creative at Kid Made Modern. Danielle Kurtz is passionate about keeping kids crafty and allowing themselves to express through their wardrobes, room decor, and of course, DIY endeavors. The Kid Made Modern brand covers all those bases and more. Today, Danielle and I talk about brand collaborations with Target, J. Crew, and the MoMA, their founder, Todd Oldham, and how sometimes the craft supplies in the Kid Made Modern line are so cute, Mama wants to keep them for herself. Come on, you know you do it too, admit it. All right, let's get on with the episode. All right, hello, Danielle, and thank you so much for being on the Creative Queso podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I am pumped to talk to you. Can So to start out, you know, I kind of gave a brief synopsis of your greatness and about Kid Made Modern in the intro, but can you kind of give listeners like a background more about you and how you came about, like what exactly is a director of marketing and creative? Just kind of give us a, a quick synopsis. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, I'm Danielle Kurtz and I've worked in creative and retail my entire career. Um, I started at the Land of Nod when I was in college. Um, it's a children's home furnishings company. And I was a, the creative director there for many years. And what that means was just running all aspects of the brand. Um, anything that kind of the, has the logo on it, what the stores look like, what a website would look like, how we talk to the customers, all of the social media, all of those sorts of things. Um, in the last year, I joined Kid Made Modern, and here I'm in charge of marketing and the creative as well for our e-commerce business. And, you know, again, that just means how we talk to our customers and talk about our brand to them. And, yeah, that's pretty much my day job. All those kinds of things. So now, <laughs> did you go to school for that? Is that, what, is that what you always wanted to be when you grew up, was kind of working in this area? No, actually... I always wanted to be a writer and then later wanted to be a doctor and I went to school for pre-med and about halfway through school, I changed to marketing. Um, and while I was working at the Land of Nod and in college, I fell in love with graphic design. So I kind of taught myself graphic design, went back to a little bit of school and then pretty much learned the rest of it on the fly. So kind of learn, learn as you go. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the life story of a lot of us in that uh, creative side. So that's kind of how you got to where you are now. But for anybody listening that, you know, might be living under a rock and not know the amazingness that is Kid Made Modern, will you give us kind of a, a rundown on like the brand and what you guys have and sell? A hundred percent. Yeah. Kid Made Modern um, is basically on a mission to inspire children to express themselves through creativity. So however that can kind of come to pass, we started out um, creating arts and crafts product primarily for Target, and we create a custom line for them. We also work with a bunch of other retailers that we wholesale to, and then we have our own website um, where you can buy our products directly. And on our website, we also offer apparel and home decor for children 
And really that's born out of this idea of what opportunities do kids have to express themselves in their lives? They have a lot of rules, you know, their parents decide a lot of things. So as we kind of looked at that and thought about it, um, we kind of said kids can express themselves through what they create. So that's the arts and crafts piece of things. They can express themselves through what they wear. Um, So that's the apparel and kind of giving them all these different things that they can mix and match and create their own looks with. And they can express themselves in the space that they create in their own bedrooms. So that's where our kind of home line comes into play. Well, that's awesome. I don't think I really realized that that was y'all's your motto, but I, I totally agree. Like, I think it's so important to let kids like wear whatever, like wackadoodle outfit they want. Or, you know, I just saw a friend post on Facebook today, like her little girl wanted to wear like all 10 of her hair bows at one time, you know, and she let her, or, you know, like my husband grew up where his mom was like, you can't put anything on the walls ever. So I think all of those things, you know, are so important to let kids, kids be themselves and show themselves. Absolutely. You have plenty the rest of your life for people to kind of give you a lot of rules to live by. So, you know, it's not hurting anybody. Exactly. Like you're, you're going to spend a lot of time conforming to things. Like you might as well let them, let them go wild as a kid. Um, well, you know, I always laugh and I think I was talking to you about this over email that, you know, kid made modern as the name implies is for kids, but out of curiosity, and I don't know if you guys have done any research on this, like how much do you guys think you sell to adults as opposed to kids? Like my kids definitely have your things and have, you know, the kids or want them. But I oftentimes, I always hit that aisle at Target. There's like always things I want and things that I use in like my everyday, like quote unquote, adult crafts that I get from you guys. So how many, you know, how much do you think you appeal to adults and kids? Um, I absolutely think that we appeal to adults. You know, one of the big things in creating our arts and crafts um, for kids is giving them real supplies that are artist quality supplies. So we hear from actually a lot of professional artists that use our paints or our paintbrushes and things like that. Because, you know, as kids are learning to be creative, the last thing we want is for them to get frustrated with their tools. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a big mission for us. And I think also, you know, we, we, don't talk down to children through the way we design the product. So that's why I think it does appeal to adults as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing worse than like painting a picture as an adult or a child with a cheap paintbrush and you're painting mm-hmm. to compare because the bristles are coming out and like, exactly. and y'all stuff is always good. Your paint is opaque. Your paintbrushes are nice. You have fun shapes of canvas. So, you know, it's I like very it important to us to, yeah. to have all of that. Mm-hmm. I have been guilty of stealing your goodies from my kids more than once. I'm not going to, not going to lie about that. Okay. So you, you talked about the fact that you guys have um, clothing and home decor. Will you touch on the collaboration that you guys just did with J crew over the holidays for a hot second? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, We, our, our founder is Todd Oldham Mm -hmm. um, and Todd's a, fashion designer. He was very popular in the nineties. He had a lot of runway shows then he designed, oh my gosh, so many things, um, from apparel to home and he's just amazing. Um, so he, you know, we worked, he's, his studio does all of the design for our product. Mm -hmm. And so we collaborated with the team from crew cuts and the Toddledom studio designed a line of clothing and craft kits all inspired by a trip to the local candy store 
Um, and so they got all of this candy, pounds and pounds of it in the studio and then arranged it into different patterns and made a plaid out of licorice that then they photographed and printed onto a dress and then, you know, made a fair isle stripe out of tons of candy and then photo printed that and then turned it into art and made a knit sweater out of it. So it was just really fun, um, playful, line that we did with them and it was available both through J Crew and then it's still also available on our website. Yeah, there were some some super cute pieces. It's kind of like the cat and jack stuff at Target. I look at it and I'm like, why aren't you making this in adult sizes? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like that rainbow like furry jacket. I was like, I need that in my life. Oh, a hundred percent. I know my yeah. daughter has way better stuff than I do. I'm like, I need some of this stuff bigger. <laughs> I know, right? I always think that, like, I know, like, uh, Joy Cho, like, from Oh Joy once did this whole post about, like, I don't know what it, how it was, but it was about, like, fitting into, like, kids' clothes and, like, the ones that she can make work. Like, I would have to have, like, ribs removed to make it happen. Right. But I was, like, studying that post, like, how can I make this work for me so I can fit in those clothes? And, yeah, the kid-made modern stuff is ridiculously cute you just make your own clothes I just make my own ridiculous dresses and then there you go (laughs) I know I need to you know that's the one thing that like I do not vibe with craft wise is sewing it's like that ironing part and the the measuring the technical parts of it I'm just like oh yeah, I skip all that part and I just make caftans. So, you know, there's a way around it. <laughs> I like that. And I live in caftans. Being in Texas, I am a fan of the caftans. I collect vintage ones. So I am on board with that. <laughs> all right. So, you know, we were talking about, I was saying how much I love the clothes and I love the crafts. And I have this theory about kids crafts. And I've talked to other companies about this in that, you know, there's all these like stylish moms and they're posting pictures of their houses and they want them to be, you know, Instagram worthy and all of that, all that kind of stuff. So how much do you think that kind of trickles down into the craft kits that parents pick for their kids? I mean, I know I've been to the store and possibly my kids wanted a craft kit that I know they're going to do and they're going to want to hang in the middle of the kitchen. And I've been like, mm, no. And then there's been some like from Kid Made Modern that I'm like, you know what? I could get on board with that. Like that could totally hang in the living room and and I'm going to be okay with the home decor aspect of it. Do you think like the parents' opinions of like the kits and the things play into that at all? Like what the kids get to pick? I think they do to an extent, but I think um, to come back for a second purchase is more about what actually comes out of the kit and how engaged the child is and how, you know, the quality of the supplies are for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important for us in designing our kits that they have everything the child needs to create the craft um, at hand and then also are open-ended enough that they can really bring their own um, self-expression to it as well. So they tend to be a little less prescriptive than um, a lot of the other craft kits out in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not necessarily going to get a woven wall hanging that has triangles on it. And this is the, you know, exactly what you're going to have at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the color palettes and things like that do play into appealing to adults. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. I mean, cause like I said, you know, I have to 
as you know, I do crafts and I do the podcast, but I also write for Hal's or, you know, sometimes I'm in apartment therapy. So it's like, you know, mama's got to factor all that in too. When she's buying a craft kit, I can't say with every single thing, like, Oh, that's great. Put it in your room. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you got, you got to make the kids proud and hang it out in the house too. Um, so you mentioned Todd Oldham and I'm from Texas and was, you know, alive and well in the nineties. So I definitely know who he is. Um, so how involved is he in, you know, all things kid made modern and, and, you know, can you speak on how he came to be like a fashion designer? And then I know he kind of went through a phase where he was doing some, you know, DIY furniture and had a couple of books on that. And now I really associate him with the kid made modern stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Todd wrote a book uh, about eight to 10 years ago called Kid Made Modern. Mm-hmm. And he describes it as a love letter to his parents. And it was all about um, create ha- having access to creative tools, um, being inspired by some of the great artists um, around the world. And just having that freedom to explore and be creative and kind of use what you have. So you have supplies, but you also have a pile of recycling or, you know, all of those sorts of things around your house and taking all of those and creating, um, just creating art and just creating all the time and constantly being surrounded by that and learning together with your parents about new things that maybe they don't know about. Um, so Target had approached him after he wrote the book about creating a line for them inspired by the book. And that's kind of how Kid Made Modern was born. And he's still very involved. As I said, his studio um, designs all the product and he's very involved in the brand and all of the decisions we make in terms of collaborations and really is just the creative force behind everything that we do and feels very strongly about, you know, this mission of bringing creativity to children and helping them to express themselves. Awesome. Yeah, I know like he all his crafts and stuff he does online and I know he's a big running buddy with Amy Sedaris. They all they both seem to have a very childlike, whimsical, kitschy wink and a smile take on crafts. That's probably why like the kid made modern line always appeals to like me as an adult and I'm always like pushing it on my kids like don't you want this? You want this one, right? So mommy can help play with it. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm always like, come on kids. I'm not trying to pressure you, but I'm trying to pressure you. Um, Okay. So, you know, and then you mentioned Target, I guess, you know, for a long time, I guess I thought that Kid Made Modern was the in-house, you know, craft brand for Target, you know, because they used to just have a few things. And then all of a sudden they had, you guys had a bunch of SKUs in there. And, you know, like, I mean, at my store, you practically have the whole side of an aisle, and so I guess, do do people think that a lot, that you guys are like the in-house brand for Target? But really, I mean, you're in tons of stores, like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we started with Target only. And so a lot of people don't realize that they know who we are already until they kind of see the packaging. And they're like, oh, yeah, I have that at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I've bought that at Target all the time. So, yeah, but, but the line that we do for Target is exclusive to them. So we oh, okay. work with them to design exactly, you know, what their customer's looking for. Their customer might be a little bit different. It might be a different price point slightly, or um, maybe trend plays into it a little bit more um, at Target. And so we design that line exclusively for them. And then we have our own line available on our site as well. Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't realize it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the things at Target were exclusive to Target. Well, then I'm just going to have to shop at all the stores <laughs> and all around. Like, you just expanded my kid-made modern horizon oh, so much. <laughs> now I'm so excited. So, you know, speaking of other stores, I know, you know, we talked about the J. Crew thing, but you guys have a fun collaboration coming up with the MoMA there in New York. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, we're working with MoMA again. Um, you know, Todd met with them and talked about kind of what they wanted to do. It's a line called Making with MoMA, and it's really about kind of bringing some of these great artists to children and letting them get inspired by it. So, like, we are giant crazy crayons, one of our most popular items. It's like the huge crayon with all the different colors melted and smushed together. So, when you draw it, it's different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, So for MoMA, we did three different crayons that were inspired by three different famous paintings. So one is Water Lilies by Monet. So it's the whole color palette from the Water Lilies painting, um, but into one crayon. So kind of that sort of idea of just bringing the art to the kids in a way that they feel like they could kind of emulate some of the things from the art itself. Awesome. Yeah. I saw those smushed crayons and I have one that y'all did a million years ago for Target. that was like a skull. Mm -hmm. And I saw that on the list or the press release for the MoMA, like the one about like a starry night from Van Gogh. And I was like, oh, that's so clever. (laughs) So awesome. Like I want all of them. It's really fun. We love those smushed crayons were inspired by a story from Todd's childhood where he left a box of crayons in the car and they all melted together. So. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. What a fun story. I mean, you know, people like I've made them before, just like, you know, cutting up crayons and putting them in a cupcake dish and, Mm -hmm. you know, and melting them. But like y'all's are like, they're so perfect and they keep going all the way through and the colors stay so nice. Are you going to be able to get any of the MoMA stuff like online or do I have to plan a family vacation to New York? (laughs) MoMA will be selling it um, through their store, but it will also be available at Target. Oh, well, good news for me since that's my, my home away from home. And so when does that come out? That will come out um, later this spring. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. It seems like that's a big, I mean, it's always been there a little bit, but it seems that that's a big trend that more and more art museums are starting to have these, you know, programs geared specifically for kids, you know, to really get them like engaged and involved and, you know, kind of bring the the masters and the traditional stuff down, you know, not down to their level, but make it an accessible way, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's cool. Y'all get to be involved in that. And in that press release, I saw you guys had this quote and it said, children learn best when they can create their own meaning through a combination of hands-on, open-ended and guided activities. So when you guys are designing products and you touched on this a little bit earlier, do you find that like, kits do better for you or do like loose supplies do better? Because I find with my own children and like working with kids, you know, that I've, I used to be a editor in chief of a children's craft magazine. And I find that like different kids are different ways. Like some kids like really need a kit that's structured and that's what they gravitate towards and other kids. And I'm more this person too. Like I like those boxes that you guys sell of like random cuts of felt and you know random beads so what what do you guys like what does better for kid made modern I would say definitely more the kits that have just the random items in it um Mm -hmm. but 
the kind of idea of non-prescriptive creativity is very important to us. Um, mm-hmm. just this process art and just like the exploration of the materials and really allowing the kids to dictate that. So even when we do have a kit that has an outcome with it or is like more single activity based, we try and give enough supplies and leave it broad enough that they can still put their own spin on it. And also I think you get that kind of Pinterest fail thing that happens. I know my own daughter, if she can't recreate the thing exactly as it is on the box, she gets very frustrated and she's like, I'm a terrible artist. I can't, you know, I can't do this. Why can't I make it? And that's kind of having the opposite effect of what we're trying to do to really just inspire kids that there's not a wrong answer or a wrong outcome. It's just about the process. So that's a big part of how we try and design the kits to inspire kids to kind of just enjoy the process and not be so worried about having this perfect thing at the end. Well, that yeah. And that's a good, that's a good concept. I think sometimes like my kids need to see like a picture of like roughly what they're like, what the mm-hmm. end goal is, but no, you're right. Like letting them, there's not a right, you know, I always tell kids that like if I, I'm room mom. And so at Christmas we were doing, you know, we were doing like stitching on paper plates for Christmas, you know, and I was like telling the kids like, there's not a right or a wrong way to do this. Like it doesn't need to look exactly like the one I brought to show you to be, to be right, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I do think that's important. Yeah. And we have, um, we have tons of activities on our blog, you know, that are there to kind of inspire. You said, like you said, the child who kind of just, if you dump a bunch of stuff in front of them, they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Exactly. <laughs> Here's some sparks to kind of get you thinking, and then you can kind of go off and personalize it or do whatever you want. But kind of, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by just having this box of stuff put in front of them, the parents included. If, you know, if you're not a crafty parent and that doesn't really interest you, it just becomes more stressful than anything. So sometimes a little guidance is helpful there or a little inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, every every family and every kid's different Mm -hmm. that way. As even my kids, I got one that loves a kit and one that's like, give me a pile of stuff and let's do this. (laughs) So, you know, speaking of like crafty parents and all that, you know, um, mommy blogging is such a big, a big thing, you know, in the, in the blogging world, even though blogging's kind of taken a bit of a nosedive, it seems like the mommy blogging and the mommy, you know, activities for kids industry online is like still such a big thing. So, you know, a lot of like companies have like their own little hashtag and they can get featured and such and so forth. So if someone was a mommy blogger and used a lot of kid made modern, how would they go about like garnering the ten- the attention of you guys for say, you know, like a shout out on their Instagram? Do y'all have a hashtag or any way that yeah. you kind of oh. decipher that? I mean, we use hashtag Kid Made Modern or hashtag Go Make Stuff. That's one of our favorite little taglines. But, you know, really, it's just reaching out. You know, if they Mm -hmm. post about our stuff, they can instant message us on Instagram. They can instant message me on my own personal Instagram. Um, Send us an email from the email on our website. We're we're small and I, I read all those emails and, you know, we work with um, bloggers in all sorts of different ways from large collaborations to just, you know, exchanging product for DIY or any of that sort of stuff. And we have a lot of contributors um, on our website, on the blog, um, 
DIY contributors there as well. So we're always open to any and all crazy idea. Oh, okay, good. Well, good to know you're that accessible. Maybe I'll hit you up after this call. I do sure. love your kids craft. Um, so, you know, speaking of mommy blogging, like another thing that's like a hot topic in that arena is STEM. Like I know at my school, like last year it was called STEM night, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. But, you know, this year we're calling it STEAM, putting the art in there, which obviously I'm enjoying. So how do you guys have any like STEAM related kits or do you guys have any like science-based kits? Like how are y'all getting on that trend or are you? I think just this, I, the idea of more of the process art kind of plays into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just encouraging the creativity and finding outlets for kids outside of school, because unfortunately a lot of those art programs aren't very robust in many schools or maybe even non-existent, you know, either for funding or because they're just putting more focus in other areas. So I think it's just inspiring all kids that they can be creative. Um, you don't have to be an artist. I know like you were saying your two kids are different. My daughter making stuff constantly and my son's like, I'm a terrible artist. And you're not a terrible, art. you know, it just takes a lot of it takes practice just like anything else. Um, so just trying to give kids the opportunity and the access to the supplies that so they can explore that side of them. I got it. So it's not like you guys have a like a paint your own rocket kit. But if you wanted to add like kid made modern glitter and beads to your ready made rocket, like you guys are more power to it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so do you guys I was you know asking about like how do mommy bloggers get in touch with you and all that kind of stuff. I see that you guys work with um, like Rachel from Handmade Charlotte a lot. Do you guys work with any other bloggers or influencers that listeners might be aware of? Sure. We've done a lot of collaborations with Project Kid. Um, they have some great DIYs. Mm-hmm. Um, Not So Stay-at-Home Mom, Rebecca Green, creates a lot of content for us on our website. Um, Design Improvised, uh, she creates a lot of content. I feel like I'm going to forget a bunch of people. I think she's in, I think she's in Texas. I think she's she in San in Antonio. Texas. Yeah. I was like, I know her. I know that name. Yeah. She's fantastic. Um, yeah. And we've worked with Ojoy. Um, we've done some larger cl- collaborations with Mommy Shorts as well um, mm-hmm. in New York. So it kind of just depends on if we're looking for DIY or what kind of audience that we're trying to access. But um, we've worked with all sorts of yeah, all sorts of different bloggers across the, across the internet. <laughs> Got it. So, uh, I know that the New York toy fair is coming up and I don't know if y'all got, you guys go to that or not, but it got, I was thinking about like, there's like trends in the adult craft world for sure. You know, it's like right now it's like, it's all about the macrame, you know, and then you know how it is like, and everybody's like a, doing pottery now, which is all awesome. Like, how do you, do you guys pay that much attention to trends? And if you do, like, how do you like trickle down some of these adult trends to kids? Um, I would say that we pay a little bit of attention to the trends, but for the most part are trying to just get the kind of basic concepts out um, Mm -hmm. successfully. If we can make it the way that kid made modern kind of like needs to make a product, then we will. So something like pottery, I don't know if we could go there because the, like I said, we, in the kits, we like to include everything you need to make it. So that would be, yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't put a kiln in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like the wheel or whatever. So uh-huh. if we can make it successfully or make an adaptation of it. Like we would definitely 
um, consider it, but it's not a huge part of our consideration set. But that said, it kind of also depends on who we might be collaborating with. Um, you know, our mm. own product might be different than something we're creating for Target or J. Crew or somebody who might be a lot more trend driven. They might have specific color palettes they're working on or um, themes that they're working with and things like that. We definitely can adapt um, to that. Our, the studio of artists um, at Todd's studio are just so insanely talented and the range is amazing. So they can make all sorts of cool things that are very Kimmy modern and very, you know, whatever else that our um, partners need at that time. Okay. So good to know. And then I guess too, if you guys work with bloggers and influencers, it's like you could put them on task, like use this line of yarn we have to make macrame or use our color that's close to Pantone's living coral and make, you know, or make a project. So I guess that can kind of come into to play as well yeah absolutely they bring can bring a lot of the seasonal things and and the trend um into the diys that we can put out on the blog and then i think it just shows people too that you don't need you know an entire craft store in your basement in order to make some of this stuff if you have some basic supplies it can make all sorts of different things yeah exactly like you were saying about like todd and his using the recycled materials and all that kind of stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like weavings, for example, you know, so so popular, but you don't necessarily need a loom, you just need two popsicle sticks and some pipe cleaners, and you can make a weaving, you know, so showing those sorts of DIYs where, you know, you can try that those sorts of techniques without having the whole setup. Yeah, no, I, exactly. I have a half done loom or, or weaving on a piece of cardboard as we speak. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for reminding me that I need to get that project done eventually. Um, So I want to end our talk with a few personal questions about you, about Danielle, and not necessarily about Kid Made Modern. So what are, I was kind of, you know, doing a little cyber stalking on your personal Instagram account. So what, like, what are some of the favorite crafts that you personally like to do or you like to do with your kids? I did see some some pretty fabulous beaded ornament action happening. (laughs) Yeah. My Christmas obsession is beaded ornaments. Like when you get the styrofoam ball with the pins and all the beads and stuff, they've kind of turned more into like a bowl full of ornaments because they're too heavy and I haven't quite mastered the technique of how to get them to stop falling off the tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's all about the fake tree. They got those sturdy branches. Trust me. I have have a tree full of those ornaments. (laughs) Yeah. So I I made those during the holiday. Um, I, I love to weave and I kind of go through seasons of not doing it for a long time. It's like more of my, my winter thing. Um, But I have, my sister and I kind of had a side hustle Etsy shop selling our weavings because we had so many of them that they're just like piling up everywhere. And <laughs> we're just, what are we doing with these things? <laughs> so a lot of wall hangings and weavings. And then, like I said, I, I like to sew caftans just because I can never find anything at the store that I want to wear. And I just wish I was living on a sailboat somewhere wearing a caftan all the time. So I'm like dressing for the job I wish I had, I guess. <laughs> See, you need to come and stay with me because like when I moved into the house I'm in now, it has a pool and I started collecting vintage caftans to keep by the pool. So like when all my girlfriends come over, I'm like, pick your caftan. Pick your, we all just lounge around like it's Palm Springs and these like crazy like 60s like moo-moos and caftans all day. 
That's awesome. Well, I live in Chicago and I'm just like wearing, I'm walking my kids to school. So I just look like a crazy person, but I don't. <laughs> you might have a scarf and snow boots on with that caftan, but damn exactly. it, you're wearing a handmade caftan. Yeah. Throw some leggings on and you're fine. <laughs> right. Just make it work. Well, you know, I saw a picture of a weaving on your feed and it's like, it's a big one. Is that one that you're working on? Like it was a gigantic loom. Yeah. Yeah. It's one that I'm working on. I started out with like a teeny tiny loom and then I had a lap one and then my husband made a bunch and then he made me a giant one um, for my birthday a couple of years ago. So I've made some pretty big, um, I mean, it's like four foot tall or something and two, three feet wide. Uh, yeah, those take, those take quite a while, but I just kind of like sit there for a little bit every now and then and add a little to it and then ignore it for a few months and just stares at me from the corner and then go back to it. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. I saw it and I was like, Whoa. like Kid Made Modern has a lap loom, don't they? Um, yeah, we did. We did have a lap loom um, with part of our target line. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure somewhere I'm that craft supply hoarder. I'm like, pretty <laughs> sure I have the Kid Made Modern lap loom. Yeah. I've never branched out into big stuff, but I saw that one on your feed. It was real pretty. And I also loved those ornaments as a collector of those vintage ornaments and your brass reindeer. See, I was oh. stalking <laughs> you. Yes. I was like, she is my people. I enjoy this. So oh, are your- yeah. I'm a vintage- are your, collector here too. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. I was like, you're a little more minimal than me, but I feel the vibe. I feel it. Um, So are your kids crafty like you are? Or My daughter's more crafty than my son. I, I think he's actually like quite talented at drawing, but he doesn't have a lot of confidence or patience for it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, my daughter's like she thinks that I work at Kid May Modern just for her, for her benefit. Like <laughs> yeah. she's like our product tester. She tried, she's eight. And the other day she asked me if she could be our YouTube influencer. So she oh made my God, a, yes. like a pitch video for us doing an unboxing of one of our kids. Oh. She's like all in. <laughs> she's I love it. <laughs> yeah. She loves it. She's, she's nuts. Our whole basement is like just an explosion of kid made modern mad scientist situation. So she sounds like my people. She needs to meet my nine-year-old who is exactly like my daughter. I had a, up until real recently, I hosted a weekly show for DIY network, like a Facebook live video. And so, you know, that would go live on their Facebook page. And my daughter, when she's home, like in the summer, asked me if she could do the pre-show on my personal page. <laughs> and she like wrote a ukulele jingle and, you know, and she would like sing her little song and then be like, so tune in to my mom over on DIY network and da 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 da. It's like oh kids God. in those like YouTube unboxing, like video obsessions, like oh, it cracks I, me up. I watched okay. the she wouldn't let me watch her while she was filming this pilot. <laughs> and I watched it afterwards and I'm like, how do you even know all these terms? Like, what are you even right. talking about? Okay. It was, it was pretty hilarious, but she, I know she, I dragged her along to an event that we did up in upstate New York um, last Columbus day. And I was like, I hope she's going to be entertained. And we were hosting like the kids craft tent or whatever. She was just like in her making stuff, teaching the other kids how to make stuff. <laughs> no, she didn't even bothered by me. I could have just sent her and I could have stayed home. Right. She's like, mommy, sit down. I got this. Yeah, I got it. And she's telling people, oh, and don't forget to sign up for our email contest. And you know, Oh, I love it. She's like some of the retail marketing um, through osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the mini VP of Kid Made Modern. Like, yeah, exactly. She's a silent partner. Yeah, she's trying to take over. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we were talking earlier about, like, your your title that, you know, it's Director of Marketing and Creative, correct? Yes. 
Okay. So like for me, like one of the reasons I started this podcast is because, you know, I love to craft, but I'm also that nerd that loves to read like ink and, you know, fast company and like all those things. Like I kind of am obsessed with both. So do you have a preference on like which part of your job title you love more, like the creative or the marketing? No, you know, I kind of both too, because I always was more analytical and math and all of those things just in my life and like, or in my academic life, I guess, but I was always making stuff. I never really thought of that as being a job or being able to become a job ever. It was just something that my family always did. So I was always sewing or crafting or, you know, my outing with my friends would be to Michael's to buy stuff. Um, So it was kind of both of those things, but I think I just have a passion for the customers and getting stuff out to them and for the people that I get to work with and kind of giving from the creative side as a creative director, it's just more about hiring people and giving them a framework, but letting them be who they are and bring what they bring to the table and letting them express that. And I really enjoy doing that as well. So that's really about just like bringing in the right talent um, and giving them freedom really. That's awesome. So it's real, it's kind of open-ended and organic, just like the kid made modern kits there at the office. Absolutely. (laughs) So my last question, it has nothing to do with kid made modern really is, uh, do you guys have queso in Chicago? Inquiring minds want to know. Um, yes. And I had every intention of, I was, I listened to your opening podcast and I was like, I'm going to make myself some queso to eat while I feel like I'm missing half of this thing, but I didn't because it's, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's great on breakfast tacos. Yeah, but maybe I'll have some a little later. We definitely have queso, and I love that. I mean, cheese and anything. My family's from Wisconsin, so, you know. Oh, okay, well, then you're like, I, you know, I didn't know. I Like, my friend I interviewed yesterday, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Kathy Conomaria of the Crafty Chica, and, you know, she's in Phoenix, and so I was like, y'all have queso there, right? She's like, yeah, and I was like, I'm interviewing someone tomorrow in Chicago. Like, do they have queso, or is that just a southern thing? Like, I can't remember ever having it when I've been in Chicago. Yeah, we definitely have queso. I think that was like the root of my freshman 15 or whatever. Right? <laughs> the queso. I know it is a problem. When I started this podcast, I was like, and I'm going to talk all about queso and then there's going to be like a video series and we're going to like eat queso. And then of course, like now I've started that like obligatory New Year's diet and I'm like, damn it, this was a failed plan with the queso. Like, how am I going to work this in? Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to give yourself a pass on it, the whole name of the company. So you need to Exactly. Have- I'm going to have to have a cheat day all about queso is what's going to need to happen. So, well, Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I am I am a mega fan of Kid Made Modern, and now, now I'm a mega fan of you and your beaded ornaments and your weaving. <laughs> and I need, to go, I need to go to New York and get a smush crayon. Absolutely. Well, we'll send you a smush crayon. Oh, I love that. I'm telling you, I still have my little skull. I practically won't even let my kids use it. I'm like, no, this is mommy's special crayon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a craft hoarder like that. It took me a, <laughs> a long, I mean, I still hide stuff from my daughter, but not as bad as I used to be. <laughs> I know when I was like hot and heavy into like scrapbooking, like those stickers, I would be like, or I have that mm-hmm. pipsqueak subscription and I'll be like, these are mommy's stickers and these are your stickers. Like if only if you're going to use them in the right way, can you borrow them? Yeah. 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 That's a tough one. <laughs> 
Only a crafty mom can understand these life predicaments. Well, thank you again. I'll let you get on. I know you're a, you're a busy lady and you've got, you know, queso to plan for your lunch. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It was great. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anybody else out there wish they made some of those adorable kids' clothes in adult sizes? I know Danielle and I cannot be alone. You can find Kid Made Modern online and in stores. Check out kidmademodern.com and at kidmademodern on Instagram. You can take a peek at those amazing beaded Christmas ornaments and weaving on Danielle's own Instagram account, T and Emma. That's at T-T-A-N-D-E-M-M-A. Thank you so much to Danielle Kurtz for being my guest today. And as always, thank you to Mariah Gossett for producing and my hunky husband, Chris Beck, for the jams. You know, we can hang out and be crafty BFFs all the time. You can find me at creativequeso.com and at creativequeso on all social. Plus, you know, I'm also jenniferperkins.com too. Thanks for listening and remember to leave me a comment and a review. Every single one counts and helps support this new side hustle of mine. Talk to you guys soon.